0: the Queen of the Court podcast, your place for chats on all things growth, healing, and thriving through everyday parenting. I'm your host, Courtney Walker-Owens. I'm a homeschooling mom of seven, wellness advocate, self-proclaimed strength genius, and an author. I'm here to inspire and empower you into a lifestyle of elevated living and passionate growth because while I may not be good at a lot of things, I am the queen of these things. Are you ready to dive in? Grab your coffee or mix up a smoothie, and let's get started. This is the Queen of the Court podcast. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. For those of you who are new or have recently started following my podcast, hello, I'm Courtney. So nice to meet you. This podcast is totally about parenting and growth through parenting, right? Because the parenting doesn't stop. So we have to find a way to grow as we're doing it, to get better, to not just be good moms and dads, but to be amazing moms and dads. My goal is never to be an okay-ish mom. And I think it's all right to be in phases and stages of your life where you're like, yeah, I'm uh, surviving and I'm an okay mom right now. But like, shouldn't our goal to always be to be better? Shouldn't our goal be to never settle? I think those of you who are following this podcast are probably in that zone with me. I think you guys get what I mean. I'm not saying set impossible expectations. I'm just saying like, can we always just be growing? Can we always be doing better? I think we can. So I want to speak to little kids, not speak to them, I'm speaking to you, you know what I mean. (laughs) You know what I mean? I want to talk about having little kids. So you guys know, I have been a mom now for 16 years, 16 years, do you know how long that means I've had toddlers in my house? I've had seven, two, three, four-year-olds, right? Seven of them. And typically back-to-back and sometimes at the same time, that has always been an exciting time of our lives, right? When we have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Whew. There were some years, guys. There were some rough years. But, but, don't wish it away. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's We're not going to talk about the years are, or the days are long and the years are short and I'm not going to make you want to barf, I promise. What I am going to do is cause you to pause and just think for a minute though about your mindset around certain ages and stages of parenting. So I had a mom mentor. Uh share some wisdom with me when I was a new mama with two babies and I was pregnant with my third. And she really encouraged me to stop wishing for the next season. I was having a hard time, it's a lot, okay? So when, we had, when I was pregnant with my third, I had a one and a half year old and a two year old. Okay, so let's just be real. Like they were one and a half, two and a half. They're a year apart, just over a year apart. When my third was born, I had a newborn, a one year old, and a two year old. My oldest didn't turn three for a couple months. That's a lot. And and I remember her like acknowledging, like, I know this is hard right now. But enjoy these stages. And I don't know that I totally knew what she meant until probably baby four and baby five, but I get where she came from now. She was a mom who loved being a mom and her kids were grown and having their own babies. And I can see that now that I have, you know, my oldest is 16 and my youngest is five. And I want to share with you guys that same wisdom It is a lot. Kids are a lot. It's not easy. Some days are hard. Some kids are more difficult than others. Regardless, enjoy the ages and stages. They will not be three forever. They will not be two forever. Eventually they will grow up Eventually, they will get to a new stage. Enjoy where you're at. Stop cursing the age and the stage that your kids are in right now. Even though there are hard days. There are hard days in every time, right? There are hard days at every stage with our kids. The hard just is a different hard, right? I know you mamas who have multiple kiddos get me here. It doesn't... Hard isn't bad. It's just hard. And I need to remind you that my kids aren't perfect, okay? So please keep in mind, uh, I... (laughs) I had... um, Difficult to potty train kids. I had... Um, adventurous toddlers. I had a bossy three year old. I had one kid who just cried, like just cried all the time. Um, I had a kiddo on the autism spectrum. One of my kids, the adventurous one, I could tell you more stories about his age two, three, and four. Oh my goodness, I chased him across more baseball fields. I found him on top of a refrigerator multiple times. I would just leave the room for literally a second and I'd come back and he had somehow quickly rushed up to the top of the refrigerator where I kept snacks. Uh, this child ripped the fronts of all our cabinet doors off. He would they, I had child locks and he didn't like that he couldn't get into them. So I'd hear like a crack and he would have destroyed my cabinet door. <laughs> Um, same kid would run out the front door, usually without clothes on, uh, same kid. I came home. I was a doula at the time. I came home when he was three and, uh, pulled into my driveway and looked up into my boy's window where he was standing completely naked. Uh, (laughs) between the blinds and the glass he was standing on the window ledge with his little body pressed up the window waving at me because i had come home i'd been gone for like 24 hours to this birth and i pull in and there's there he is standing there looking out the front of our house where all the neighbors have been driving by dying laughing that was my life right that kid whoo Every year we survived, we got, we'd get to his birthday and we'd be like, we did it, we did another year, we can make it, right? So I'm not here to tell you, well, my kids were perfect and we didn't have any problems with them. So that's why it was easy to enjoy every stage. It was not easy to enjoy that stage of, can't keep my eyes on this kid enough, right? Like, I have to watch him. At every second of every day, he'd get into our refrigerator, didn't care that there were child locks on it. He'd get into everything. I found him eating shredded cheese out of a colander one time, which meant, think about that for a second. He dumped a bag of shredded cheese into a colander to have a snack. Shredded cheese falls through a colander. (laughs) So there's cheese. There's literally a path. From the, from the refrigerator to the table and I had a baby at the time. So he got into all kinds of trouble while I'd be nursing little sister, right? Oh my goodness. But that's just one of my kids. Like every kid is like this. They are busy and they get into stuff and they write on your walls and they dump bags of rice and they, <laughs> I mean, I'm just listing some of the things that have happened at my house. They're gonna dump the Legos. They're absolutely going to throw their stuffed animals on the floor. 100% they're going to rip the sheets off their bed and make a fort or whatever. Guys, don't wish it away. Stop cursing these seasons. Stop calling it the terrible twos. Your mindset is everything, mamas. Your mindset is everything. If you go into age two waiting for it to be terrible, guess what it's going to be? Terrible. But if you go into age two excited about the things that your kiddo is going to learn. I remember getting to two with my oldest and basically I had just approached it as, I mean, he was an amazing kid, but he's busy. He was just a busy little boy, right? And I remember approaching it like, what are we going to learn? Like, what am I going to help him to learn about the world around him at two? And we were train obsessed and we read lots of books and we built train tracks day and night. And he learned a lot, right? When my busy sixth baby was into everything, do you think that I called him a three-nager? No, guys. No, here's how we handled it. We said, wow, what a curious boy you are every time we would find him in a precarious situation. Change your verbiage, change your mindset. They're not little monsters. They're not gremlins. They're not fill in the blank with any of the negative comments that parents place over their young children. You want to call them a monster or a gremlin? They're going to be a monster or a gremlin. They're not terrible. They're not difficult. I even venture to not call them strong-willed. They just are who God created them. And we can guide them. And we can help try and keep them safe. And we can help them to learn about the world around them. And sometimes... That means consequences, and sometimes that means a lot of things. But if we just talk to them like they're humans, stop trying to control them, keep them safe, right? I had to remove my son from the top of the refrigerator, and then say, That's not a safe choice. You could fall and get hurt, right? I'm not saying let them run wild. We create safe boundaries and we have conversations even with our two and three-year-old. Guys, I talk a lot to my kids. And I'm not here to tell you that I have it all perfect or that I know what I'm doing all the time because I certainly do not. I certainly am not a perfect mama. But after having seven babies, this is kind of the things I've learned, right? I talk so much to my younger kids We talk all the time. We talk about consequences. We talk about pros and cons, even when they were little, even when they were toddlers. Start now and speak life over them. Tell them that you're proud of them when they make a good choice. Reward them with hugs and high fives or stickers or a trip to the dollar store or whatever it is when they do something amazing. Speak life over your children, not death. Stop calling them names. Stop placing labels on them. Love them for who God made them to be. I can tell you, my kid that was the most exhausting who I felt like it was a miracle if we even made it to his next birthday and hadn't like broken a bone or lost him or had something terrible happen. He's still super curious. And now he's at a place where we can say, hey, I love that you're curious, but I also need you to be safe. So is this a safe choice? I need you to make sure that you're always, you know, we went on a trip recently and had a bunch of hikes. And we had to have a conversation that, hey, you need to be always where you could reach out and touch mom and dad, and we will help you get to the places where you can be curious. But we're on the side of a mountain right now, so you need to <laughs> you need to listen, <laughs> right? But we had conversations, and he understood that because conversations are normal at our house. So I want to encourage you to embrace your kids wherever they're at. Don't speak death. Speak life. Don't word curse the season you are in. Embrace it and ask God to help you. It's not terrible twos. They're terrific. They're not a three-nager. They're just learning how to use their voice. And they have a strong voice sometimes. But that's okay. Okay. That'll come in handy someday. I just want to encourage you to pause and maybe consider if the way you are speaking to and about your babies is speaking life over them. Just pause and maybe reconsider your mindset towards parenting right now. Sure, it's hard. But what a blessing that you have all those kids in your life. Just some little thoughts today. I hope it was helpful. This was a nice little little short one today. But uh, I will be back very soon. And I can't wait to have you join me. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast. To send it to someone. To share The love. Maybe a mama who's struggling with her littles needs a little help with her perspective or her mindset right now. If this would help her, send it her way. I love what I'm doing here. I love getting to speak into your lives and share a little bit of what I've learned and the growth that I've had as a mama. That's all for today. I'll see you next time here on the Queen of the Court podcast.